This is Timothy Gordon. Spring is nearly here, and accordingly, we're opening up two new sections of classes for the spring, church history and rules for retrogrades. Church history is a repeat course from the fall. It was so successful that many people could not get in and want to in the spring. Rules for retrogrades is a new course based on my book with my brother, Community Organizing from the Right. Go to timothyjgordon.com for information. Also at timothyjgordon.com, a pre-recorded Catholic Republic course on sale. What's up, parish orphans and retrogrades? I hope you're doing well. Today I bring to you a special episode with my new friend, Andrew Coleman. He is here visiting me in my hometown. We're talking Catholic art, bad art, and bad Catholic art in general, and what to do about the problem. What's up, Andrew? How's it going? How are you, man? doing well it's good to be here yeah it's good to have you we met for for full disclosure at the baton rouge rally that i headed a few months back for our former president and you and your lovely wife were out there and it was it was great to meet you and we started talking catholic art you want to want to tell everyone what we talked about when we we met so i uh i knew that you'd be coming out and i wanted to have a sign that was somewhat impressive while I was there. So I had about two or three hours to whip up a, a handmade wooden sign. I carved uh, Dave's Bolt and Christus Vincent, just trying to keep things super Catholic, uh, have a prayer oriented way to um, pray for our country with all the other guys there. So, yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. And your whole thing is, we're, we're going to get into this in, in a little bit. Uh, first, first, I want to mock the kind of status quo, the op- opposition point of view, which all of us grew up with in the 90s and early 2000s, ugliness. Kevin Williamson at National Review wrote a great article on the ugliness and the banality of Catholic architecture around 2011 or 2012. And I think that's the first time I really thought of the fact that not only the small spaces in our fine arts, but our big spaces, our architecture, everything in the West has been killed. There's a there's a, a Hegelian, a left Hegelian named Dexter Hollier that wrote a book called Against Architecture. And only then did I get an inchoate peek into the mind of the leftist who understands that in order to kill God, which is really what they want to do, mm-hmm. you know, they have to kill the upward glancing tendency in the, the eyes and the mind of man, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, not... Not to be rude, but when you go into non-religious or less religious people's homes, you notice they're struggling quite desperately mm-hmm. for, for ways to decorate. And we always, Steph has this thing, it's the faith, hope, love, or they'll just have literally a sign. I and, don't have that thing. No, no, no. We, we, <laughs> I find that expensive. We mock it where it'll be like, it'll literally say something that's not like a word. That's mm-hmm. in cursive in this kind of bougie script, and it'll say something like hugs or <laughs> whatever, yes. or like family, gather. Peace. family, gather, gathers gather. one, gather, peace. Jill calls it wifey script, and it'll always be gather. Gather. I don't I think gather. that's ever ended a single argument in a home. It's not peaceful. It's it's a non, it's a it's a less quiet piece. And that's because it ain't beautiful, because aesthetics are objective and good art is objectively good. And the first thing I noticed about you and Ashley as a, as a young married couple, when you came out there, not only did you throw together beautiful art for our little rally, which was cool, and thank you for doing that, 
but it it was it was it was makeshift you had enough knowledge to know what to make art about mm-hmm. and you had enough skill to do it and we're all about supporting catholic family business here on rules for retrogrades when it's good mm-hmm. so i don't know what do, what do you have to say when you go into the like home craft section at, at target and it says like hugs like <laughs> no it, it, it's revulsing i mean for me it's just a matter of what is it for like so if, if you live in a home this is where you have your family this is where you pray together this is where you eat together and i think that the whole purpose of art is to help symbolize that which you're doing and i mean if, if everything you have is just tacky it, it kind of makes it feel like your home life is tacky it makes it seem that way in a very convincing way yes <laughs> yeah i to the point where i believe it when i go into someone's home and it's yes it's that tacky it's like dude do you understand there are sublimely beautiful images for the worse for the better whether it's the pieta mm-hmm. or mother mary holding her, her son's corpse or or sublimely beautiful thing we just we just bought you, you saw mm. we bought a big um print big 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 print for our dining room of the disputation of the eucharist that's that's happy beautiful there's happy sad when you walk into someone's home and they 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 have you know family or whatever on the mm-hmm. wall in a script it just makes me think that that they're not thinking deep thoughts happy yes. sad whatever it is joyful glorious sorrowful luminous yes or they've officially run out of ideas <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah that's the, the... Trying nothing and we're all out of ideas. i mean if you're sitting at the dinner table i'd rather see the word I, I would rather not see the word happy i'd rather see an image that's showing what the eucharist is like you're literally eating and looking at an image depicting the eucharist i mean like there there's a symbolic relevant relevance to your daily life there so yeah or if you see sorrowful but beautiful art that's yes. catholic you see that there's a symbolic relevance to that which what attracted me when i was least catholic in my life and i was just some college guy that didn't want to be a scumbag but was pretty much striving after the the natural virtues so i still have a strong affinity for the natural virtues which is why i like aristotle mm-hmm. but i was kind of like uh, i don't know i was put off by being raised in the faith in the late 80s and 90s I'm not really that into like bad sandals and liberal nuns. You know, I don't think that's that cool. Um, I was always attracted to the work of Dostoevsky, which is like, in a word, the beauty of suffering. Yes. You know, what's sublime in suffering. And so that, that's what's sublime about, you know, the, the four different, uh, um, you know, half decades of, of rosary. Rosary. I mean, you got you got basically 20 mysteries on the rosary and they're all beautiful in Broadly speaking, four categories of different ways. People that have crappy art in their homes, suffice to say, they just, they're out of ideas, as uh, the lovely Steph here says. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think, so here on Rules for Retrogrades, we're all about supporting small Catholic business because small is beautiful. But when it's good, there's a mm-hmm. problem with QC, like Christian movie, Christian music sucks. It's always been bad. It's risibly bad. So I don't support it. I won't support what is good. Your work is good. And it's um, Coleman's handcrafted. We wanted to support you because not only are you a cool Southern couple that came out and supported us, but your work is good, which is the main thing. It's really the thing, ain't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that more than anything else, what I'm trying to do is provide beautiful art for both the homes and the churches. Um, 
because it, it, and part of the cultural war is I, I think I, I, I tie it to like what Benedict XVI said, and this is some some more in Pontificum talking about the relationship between how you worship and what you believe, and both the home and the churches are places of worship in the sense that, you know, you're 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 living out your life, your offering of yourself to God every day in your home, and then at least once a week in the church, and. I, I think that if you have the home or the church having this artificial tacky art, then what you're doing is you're, you're, you're saying that what I believe isn't that holistic, I guess you would say. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a reflection of that. So what I'm trying to do is make beautiful art, both for the home, but also especially for the churches. I, I want to make beautiful art to help make the churches great again, you know? Oh, amen. Amen. I mean, there's, Look, the Christian, the Christian religion is the patriarchy, like capital T, capital P. And it's kind of uh, bimodal, right? It's divided into a clerical patriarchy. Jesus gave us this first patriarchy modeled after, you know, the 12 tribes, 12 essential first bishops, whatever. People know that tale, right? Mm -hmm. But there's also the household patriarchy, you know, of householders, you know, priests of the household. It's not really a plausible narrative to say it's a patri it's a patriarchy of, of clerics when the churches look like, with all due respect, you know, kind of a, a Protestant sham church thing. Mm -hmm. That that does that's not convincing unless it's a basilica or a cathedral. Similarly, it's not convincing when I walk into someone's home and they or they're, you know, maybe trying to sell the narrative that they take the priesthood of the home, the, the small church. Seriously, when there's no good religious art. I mean, if this is the highest value, and this isn't me preaching, because people people know that I refuse to preach on prudential matters. Um, you got You guys got to figure out prudential stuff for yourself. But the big precepts of the church matter. And it's almost preceptual to say, if you claim the center of your life is Christ and the Eucharist and the other sacraments which subserve it, and all the other stuff that we claim to claim, then why is there not some more beautiful art? Like, what's your favorite piece of religious art? You ought to be able to ask a friend when you go over to his house. And it's just beautiful. So what we're having you do for us, you're, you're coming from three-ish three, three -ish hours away, and you're helping us decide, you know, what piece you're going to make for us. And, you know, actually above our, our St. Mark relic, which is yes. an amazing thing we're blessed to have. Yes. Um, would you show the, the the little piece that you brought? Because it's it's amazing stuff, and people need to see that this could be placed in a home, in a in a yeah. a context that's plausible that will impress your friends if that's what you care about. I mean, this is easy enough to put it on a shelf. I don't know if this is a good angle for the camera, but this was just a little scrap piece of wood that I wanted to try an attempt of something like the Baroque style. You know, I've only been carving for a few years now. I intend within the next year or two to be a good bit better, but I mean. This is something that you can put on any shelf. This is something that you can hang on a wall, you know. It's beautiful. Yes. It's beautiful. And I mean, so let's give people the um, the website. It is uh, Coleman's Handcrafted, right? Mm -hmm. uh, .com. Yes. Coleman's Handcrafted.com. We'll put so it up in the show notes. you have like faith, hope, and love on your wall or <laughs> <laughs> gather, maybe strip that down and replace it with. Yes. There um, we go. Actually, would you tell us a little bit about the imagery on there? The, yes, uh, definitely. Because I was wondering about that. So the, the truth is when I first started this, I really wanted to try carving a lion just because 
I, I think they're just naturally beautiful. But I, I also wanted an attempt to do something like the Baroque style. And so right. what, the way I kind of put this together is, is kind of a bit of a commentary on baptism. You have a baptismal font here in the, in the front and a shell with a cross right above it. So this is just clear, basic back, baptismal imagery. Yeah. But with the lion and the peacock, you're seeing um, a bit of, I guess the, the lion can typically represent courage, truth, and the peacock represents splendor, beauty, and eternity. Um, a lot of the ancients thought that. And so the, the whole image is just a kind of a commentary of the fruits that you receive in baptism. So it's just nice and symbolic. Well, that's what I mean. See, if you didn't understand in the first place what some of the basic images are, mm -hmm. right? You can't give what you don't have. In the second place, as an artist, the way that some of the basic images go, even if there's two or three basic, you know, whatever, clamshell, lion, peacock, the way that they play together or whatever, that's an artist thing. You got to have a little theology to understand what the images are yes. and be able to explain them later. Yes. You can't just be like, well, I was at the beach and I saw a seashell or whatever. You have to understand the theological import and, and, and good art does this. And of course, it is one of the... I hate to I hate to pantomime a, a word on fire thing here, but it is true. I mean, it's not often that we we run foul of 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 word on fire things, but they're saying some things that are true, and that's one of the truest things that I ever hear Bishop Barron regularly say or read that he says. Actually, they they published one of my articles a long time ago about how the good, the true, the beautiful exists in 310 to Yuma, the the remake that everyone's so <laughs> sick of hearing me talk about. But, um, and they actually ran that piece. So, so thanks to them for running that piece. We disagree about much, but we agree about aesthetics. Aesthetics are the, in some ways, not necessarily the kind of most meaningful way, but, but actually the quickest route back to retaking the culture. And, and you guys, you guys seem to have a good handle on that. Not to mention your, your good, solid Catholics, good, solid conservatives came out to support us at, uh, Baton Rouge and, um, People just need more good art in their home. I don't, there's not too much to say about it. Yeah. And I would, I would also make a plea to all, any, anyone who's a pastor, any priests out there. Um, if there's just a little niche corner in the church or something like that, I, I do both small scale projects and big scale. I can make large pieces of furniture covered in carving and just, you know, the biggest thing that I, the, what I care, the reason why I'm doing this is because I want to help the culture. I want to help uh, spread the kingship of Christ. And I think that starts with the liturgy, with prayer and worship. And that's why it's necessary in the home, but also in the in the church, in the places where we worship. Um, a lot of people who are priests today, you know, they, they're told to be a pastor of a church that was built within the past 50 years, and it may not be a beautiful church. There's always something you can do. So Wait, I, I'd like to encourage. It definitely won't be a beautiful church. Let's just correct that. <laughs> If it was built in the last 50 years, there is no way it will be a beautiful church. And that there's there's a fair amount of weaponization there. You you know the whole story. We were talking about this for hours before yes. we came on. But yeah, you could do, if you're like a young, on-fire, retrograde type priest that comes into this, you know, boomer travesty nightmare, you know, converted Chuck E. Cheese, whatever, showbiz pizza that's been made into a church. You start one bit at a time, a couple square inches by a couple square inches. You put up some real art and then you show, and then the young people are like, well, that's dope. That's yes. amazing. And yes. a lot of people don't know that a lot of the beautiful things
things that they're seeing in church are actually made by parishioners. Like I was right. amazed by some of the paintings and the, mm -hmm. the, uh, the, um, the stained glass and the, all the carvings, you know, these things are made by people that are in the parish who are donating or like doing it for service, like right. for, for paid fare. Their, their time and their talents. It's really, it's remarkable. I always just assume like, oh, they just have somebody, you know, on major contract with the diocese. Like, no, a lot of times it's just local parishioners who have artistic talent that are doing these things. Right, but, the, and, and that's beautiful when people have, you know, a talent that they're looking to share and they do it on the arm. Uh, is very, very, uh, you know, charitable, charitable mm -hmm. offer you made to, to, to us to help us by making something that's really great but what people seem not to understand there's a bit of a problem with conservatives in the arts mm -hmm. and there, there's a kind of uh analogy i'd like to draw here we would sit around my parents house and we would watch movies at night with my parents when i was a young adult sometimes even me and steph would go hang out with them and it would be like there's this attitude that a lot of conservatives have towards the arts, towards mm -hmm. screenwriting, acting, directing, whatever. Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, don't do that. You go get yourself a, a regular job, a real job. Mm -hmm. They usually, yeah, actually using the term real job. And then they're like, but why don't we have any uh, Christian movies? No Christians or no conservatives should enter this because it's not a real job. But at the same time, why don't we have any, any good conservative movies or, or Christian movies? If if the arts weren't important, then why are people using it as such a big tool to attack? I mean, Amen. the the attack on the architecture, the attack on media, whether it be Hollywood or the music industry, if it wasn't important, then they wouldn't use it as their one of their primary tools. Amen. Yeah, look at that's 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 beautiful. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, look at the look at the playbook of the left. The left are the winners. We're mm -hmm. the losers, right? We're mm -hmm. the laughing stock. We conservative Christians. What do we always do? lose that's what we do what are they no i'm serious do do? Yeah. lose, lose. Do all the time, all the time. <laughs> when do we do it now and forever like that's what we do we're losers we're losers we sit around the scoreboards of 50 piece they're winning and we're like they're crazy they have crazy liberal ideas it's this is nonsense it's gay like mm -hmm. seriously the left are the ones that win and they have winning tactics and things like you know rules for radicals that mm -hmm. stuff works so so yeah, we ought to look at what they're doing actually. And they seem to take damn seriously the arts. And so until we start doing that, uh, I just don't think we should expect to win. The other thing that I was going to say, a beautiful, a beautiful, sublime, gory image. This is another thing. A lot of the, I don't know, the pearl clutchers out there don't even like stuff like this, but Mm -hmm. One of the most striking bits of art I've ever seen are the doors of the Vatican, mm -hmm. where it's it's literally, it says in Latin, the exercise of the martyrs. Mm -hmm. And it's them being killed in like 14 or 16, I forget which, really gruesome ways. Mm -hmm. And it's dope. Yes. I mean, like maybe it's just because I'm like an ex-rocker, but it's like that one guy's just being dropped on his skull, but it's beautiful. It's a beautiful sacrifice. Like there's all different kinds of beauty. It's not even just the halo praying hands. That is yeah. one kind of beauty, but there's even the beautiful sacrifice of suffering and of the martyrs. That's why I love 310 to Yuma so much. That's why it's my favorite movie. Mm -hmm. Like, and yeah, I just, I, I've looked over your website a couple of different times and you seem to capture a lot of the different moods of sublime art. It's just, just really good stuff. And I, it comes with highest compliments for me. So I want people out there to decorate their homes and and tell the priests we need to decorate this this uh, church well. And my point in talking about our our conservative fine arts problem is to not just expect guys like this 
to do it on the arm. It's cool. I mean, you're doing it on the arm for me or whatever, but that that's, that's a different thing. You can't expect people to make a living at this and to be really good at it and to do it for, for free. So it's like, yeah, find a local artist or now you can even do it on the internet. Mm-hmm. Reach out to someone like Coleman's Handcrafted and uh, have them, you know, I want this guy to get a, a backlog of work to do in 2021 and you can send this stuff through the internet it's actually an amazing online thing so not just people like andrew coleman but andrew coleman himself thank you yeah i'll give you the last word man what uh tell us what got you into this and what keeps you going at this even though right now you're working working a day job right yeah so as of right now i mean i'm i'm a married man looking to build a family so the i guess the primary and is a bit of a material one, just supporting the family. I, I have a day job. And so the woodworking is just on the evenings and the weekends. But um, what keeps me going in it is just, you know, just, I, I guess I'm just sick of seeing not only the ugly homes and the ugly churches. I mean, that's, that's, that's something that I think we can all relate to. It's a but, big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's just the daily culture. I mean, if, if the churches are all ugly, then it affects the culture. And I think more than anything else, I just want to live in a place to do my part to help this world be a little bit more dedicated to Christ. And I think it starts in the places that we worship. So, yeah, Yeah, good. I think some, I don't know. I like when people talk to me or meet me, one of the higher compliments I've ever gotten is just like, some people say it more blue call and they're just like, Oh, I like, like that you, you keep it real or whatever you say, it, you say the truth Tim. but like a lot of times it's more when they're like, well, you're, you're direct and it's inspiring to hear directness when it's like, you could tell that the best tuning fork for whether or not someone's telling the truth is if they're like doing an interview, doing whatever. And you're like, yeah, like local business, that's cool. Small is beautiful. But you're like, also don't support crappy local art, which is yes. a basic thing. Most people don't even feel the need to throw in there. But they're like, yeah, I, I like I like how you'll add that kind of insinuated note to whatever. Maybe maybe I do that. And mm-hmm. I, I guess I see I'm doing it now because it's like, yeah, it's not enough to just support local Christian art. It's got to be local Christian. But more than that, good. Mm-hmm. It's good art because I'd rather watch a really, really deep, well done secular film with natural virtues than one of these crappy like, you know, Christian movies uh, that that's, you know, trying to support supernatural virtue, but doing a bad job at it. I just, I'm, I'm done with those. I yes. tried a few of them. They're too bad. Your stuff is good. And people need to uh, get rid of chintzy secular art. And at the same time, don't make the jump to chintzy sacred art, get good stuff. And luckily you can do that. So go to, go to Coleman's handcrafted and contact Andrew today. Mm-hmm. We'll put your contact info up there. Perfect. Thank you. And don't buy large words in cursive and put them anywhere in their home. If you have these people, throw them out today and go get some. Like literally, you could you can make it a, a holy movement for Lent. Get rid of your crappy art. If you have any words in cursive above your couch, they need to go. All right. God bless you, parish orphans and retrogrades. And thank you very much for. Thank uh, you. Yeah, the Andrew Andrew Coleman. I appreciate you, yes. you making the journey and. Good to see you. Good to be on. Peace. All right. Dan's Volt. Thanks, guys. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners.
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among the women of If you like this video and my other work, please consider supporting me on Patreon page or at timothyjgordon.com.